We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest on the Kansas Jayhawks from KCSN, which features multiple shows each week to keep you in the know with what's going on in Lawrence. Make sure to hit the follow button to stay up to date with all things Jayhawks. Now, let's begin the show. All right, folks, what's good? We are back. Another episode of Ain't No Seeds Podcast. Um, before we get going, we got to talk about them. Emprise Bank, they're the title sponsor. They've been with us here at KCSN for a long time. We love Emprise. They're the best. Don't be tethered to a brick building. I tell you this all the time. Use their mobile app. Use their online banking. They're, they're as good as it gets. Um, shout out Emprise. We love working with them. We appreciate their support. Um, Emprise Bank. Let's get into the episode, boys. Um, it's the middle of summer. We we were sitting on the text thread today, figuring out what we want to talk about. Um, and we just decided, let's fire out a Q&A tweet, see what people come up with. And we got some interesting responses. Um, I'm excited to talk a few of these. Before we get into the Q&A, uh, this was fresh on my mind. I just saw this. Do you see Oscar Shibwe's going pro and that Kentucky has like five freshmen and two sophomores on their roster currently. Like, they stink. I mean, I know they have the number one recruiting class in the country and not to turn us into a Kentucky pod, but are we like shot? I just tweeted this. Like, Calipari not being good in the NIL era is kind of blowing my mind. Yeah, I saw I saw a picture of Oscar on Twitter today um, when I woke up and I immediately thought he was coming back to college because he's been there for so long. But, yeah, they we play them next year, obviously. Um, in the Champions Classic, but yeah, it's weird. I mean, they've they've gotten so many recruits, obviously through the years, so many number one classes. Now they don't do that well in the portal. I mean, who'd they get? I'm trying to think of some guys they've got in the last few years. I know they got Shoeboyler a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, they yeah, probably I mean, paid Oscar to come back. So you think about like Wheeler, who's been a disaster. The fans hate him. Uh, CJ Frederick. Yeah, Toppin has, I mean, their fans kind of hate him too. I always was confused on why he was, I don't know. I feel like if his last name was Toppin, we'd never hear that. It wasn't Toppin, we'd never hear that guy. Not to go down a Kentucky rabbit hole here. I just saw that and immediately wanted to throw that out. Because if you would have had to tell me, put your money on one program versus the other, Kansas, Kentucky, when it comes to NIL, Bill Self, Calipari, 
it just felt like this would be something self maybe wouldn't love, which I know haters would say he loves paying players, but uh, it felt like Calipari was going to dominate this. He's not. Yeah. Um, that's all I have to say. It's awesome to see that Bill Self's dunking all over him. So, like, with Nike, obviously, was just funneling kids to Kentucky and Duke for a while. Um, I don't get it, but Rupp Raptors is melting down, and it's great. Can we, like, no. do what they did to us in 2014 Champions Classic? Beat us by 100, nice. hoping it was vodka. Like, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a 40-point win, but let's just beat them by 20. I mean, the thing is, they're still, like, we're sitting here, he has the number one recruiting class. They're wildly talented. I don't think it matters a whole lot. I mean, I just saw Memphis might have a guy coming back that's going to be 27 years old Sweet. next year. So, um, Is it the victim from the 08 championship game? <laughs> Yeah, it's Henderson, whatever his name. Confetti. What was guy. his name? Confetti yeah. guy. Pierre Henderson. Start a fight in the tunnel guy. Neil, Neil I don't know. Legend. Legend. But, okay. Let's get into a little Q&A. Q uh, we had some interesting ones, and we do probably need to talk football. Because football's sneaking up. It's coming. I saw somebody, probably not a question that we're going to really answer, but somebody said, like, have we ever been this excited for a KU football and basketball season? Like, it really was wild to think that when is the last time heading into a season there was this much hype around both programs? 07, I guess. But did football back then have as much excitement as we have right now for this team? What they do the year before they went to the Orange Bowl, I forget. Oh man, Allen's gonna kill us from Yeah, he really is. I thought I feel they like they weren't they? Because we went to the Inside Bowl the year after. Yeah, I know. I get the loss in the Sun Bowl, according to our guy Nick. I if that's correct. Edit this part out. I'm just no, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, KU football was because Reezing, I think Reezing, his freshman year was that year he came in for the Colorado game at like eleven AM. He was going nuts, running around the field, and then his sophomore year was the Orange Bowl year because junior year junior year was yeah. junior year was the insight bowl where they beat um Minnesota and then senior year they start five and oh and they lost seven straight. So yeah, we were obviously not expecting the Orange Bowl in 08, so we didn't really have expectations. Um and then they got a probably a favorable schedule and they had a really good team and a bunch of NFL players. So yeah, we since then, obviously, there hasn't been as much hype. I would say, obviously, there was hype going into the Insight Bowl year, but basketball had lost a ton. They lost all those players. We had Sharon, Cole was a sophomore, um, Tyshawn, so a bunch of freshmen. But yeah, since then, K football has been a disaster. And last year, they're coming, obviously, off a game they almost a bowl game they almost won. They started five and zero game day, and we're going to be preseason one in basketball. Yeah. I thought you were about to say preseason one in football, and I was going to ask what you were smoking over there. That too. That don't sleep on the Hawks. But, yeah, I mean, so first question. First question I really want to get into, Leo Buckley, shout out. He said, KU football was a fun story last year. Given the struggles down the stretch, I know JD was hurt, but is there a chance we are too optimistic given we have only seen a half season of very good football, not trying to be negative, I see them as a seven to eight win team in 2023. So definitely not negative. He's got them winning. I 
seven to eight. And I'll be honest, I've had the same fear. And I think we're all just a little scarred from the amount of times we have gotten our hopes up for KU football. Now, it's never been this real. Like last year, we proved it. We put a real product on the field. We could have won a bowl game, as B-Turn said. Um, so, but I also do feel like we may be too optimistic. And I, so I don't know. It's just this terrifying to think that are we really going in expecting seven wins from a Kansas football team? Like that's really hard for my brain to do. I don't know. Where you guys at? Well, I think you're scarred. I think you're scarred for sure. And a lot of KU fans are. And I'm. I'm just thinking about last year. I mean, they start five and zero. Obviously, JD. I think he struggled a little bit towards the end of those that five game stretch. I know TCU. He fumbled at the goal line. Iowa State. He really struggled in the second half. Um, but I still like to end the year, even with Bean, I feel like they were competitive. I know Texas and B. John ran all over them, but even the game in Manhattan, I know it was never really that close, but they still competed. Baylor. I mean, you take uh, away a couple of mistakes in that first half against K-State were in that game. Like that's a very frustrating. Yeah. They were for sure. Well, we muffed the punt at the one yard line. And then, yeah, Baylor, they pinned up at the one yard line. There was a lot of third down conversions. They almost came back and won that game. So really didn't get blown out besides Texas. And then the bowl game, I think J.E. just gets you even more hype going into the year with how good he was. He was pretty bad in the first half. And then he just put up like bowl game records. I mean, put us in a great spot to win. Obviously, we went for two at the end. But yeah, we another year under live bold. I think they got a lot of vets. They got a two-headed monster in the backfield. Um, I think defense obviously will be the question. I think up front and the linebacking courts. Um, so I think I I have my hopes up. I get why you're scarred, but I think Vegas has what five and a half, six and a half wins. Is it six and a half? I, think I saw a graphic on Facebook that said six and a half, but I, I that's what I thought. That's why I said seven wins seems crazy. Like okay. Let's real quick run through this, not to be like Can we make a bowl game on the schedule. I think making up, I would love five and a half a lot more than I love six and a half because the route's there. Missouri State, you're going to win. Illinois is probably a less than a touchdown spread. I don't know. I really don't know how good. I know they had a decent year, a pretty good year last year, didn't they? Lawrence, so right? it's in Lawrence. I could see us being like three point favorites. I could see us being three point dogs. I really don't know. But it's a game we could absolutely win. But let's just say we lose it. So we're one and one. We go at Nevada. I think I don't know much about Nevada, but I gotta think we win that game. So we're starting with four zero. We're beating BYU at home four zero. Let let's. I know Nevada's bad, but let's not get ahead of ourselves by locking in road wins for the KU football program here. But Nevada, I think. I I get that, Ronnie. Listen. KU football is not back if we can't freaking ride in Nevada as a win. I'm just saying, I think they're going to win that game, but to just say, let's just lock in this road game as a W, like that's just never been the case with this. Well, settle down because B-Turn's locking in BYU. If fans are skeptical, it has to be because of the run KU just went on from 09 till two years ago, right? Well, yeah. 100%. Yeah, because if you just look at what we did last year and you look at what we return, there's no doubt the expectation should be seven regular season wins or at least six, and you're back in a bowl game. With I mean, we return one of the best quarterbacks in the conference, one of the best running backs in the conference. Like On paper, and you could argue, (laughs) 
This will rile people up. We have one of the best coaches in the conference. In the country. And, and, and yeah, I would argue a top 15 guy in the country. So, like, on paper, yes. Seven wins should happen. If we weren't Kansas football, I would be all over it. But it's just like, yeah, I get Leo's question. Like, are we – and I'm not saying we are. I'm just, like, talking it through. It's just a therapy session because I don't want to set myself up for failure. But – as I run through this schedule more, like I think B turn, if we don't start four and zero, seven wins is hard. I think maybe Vegas is thinking as Kansas makes a bowl game and they have a chance to get to seven, or does the bowl game not count on those? It counts, no, right? Oh, it doesn't. No, so we got to get seven regular seven regular season. So Missouri State, Illinois, Nevada, BYU. There's four, but now you've got to go win three of at Texas. UCF at Oklahoma State, Oklahoma at Iowa State, Texas Tech, Kansas State, Cincinnati. There's probably three wins. There's definitely three winnable games, and there's probably three wins in there. But, boy, does the top of our schedule feel a lot easier than this, the last, like, eight games. Of the yeah. I don't so, know. DraftKings has over under six and a half wins. Overs plus 145. Yeah. That'll drop to six, I bet. I don't – I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to say – BYU is an automatic win. I just I think if KU could start three and zero, they're back home. The booth will be amped up, obviously, um, as it should be all year. I just know I know BYU lost Jaron Hall, their quarterback, so I'm not going to sit here and act like I know every single roster spot for these new teams that are coming into the Big Twelve. But three and zero back home for that game would be electric. Illinois mm. is a massive one too. For our reference, BYU's uh, win total on DraftKings is five and a half at minus one twenty, and Illinois six and a half, but yeah. the over is favored. So, I think they're K- about the same as us, essentially. I would think. I would think KU Illinois will be around to pick them and Lawrence finding yeah. us now. The Friday night game at the booth, potentially. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna take quick break. I got a fun hypothetical from one of the questions we got, and we'll be back after the break. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. All right, so our guy Alan, nobody loves a Q&A pod more than Alan. He he always brings the heat. And I, this one's interesting because I, I you could probably just find the odds kind of online, but what's more likely for the upcoming season? KU wins seven games and goes bowling for a second straight year, or KU Hoops makes a Final Four? This, I just wanted to say we're one question in or 15 minutes in, so minutes. Uh, Thirty minute goal, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna this do was it. this was by far my favorite question that I saw in our replies. Just because I feel like you could make make so many different scenarios. I guess like KU is gonna be obviously number preseason number one, but we know how hard it is to win four games and come out of our region. And then KU football, you would think since they went bowling last year, they'll go maybe go bowling two years in a row, um, and they'll just keep getting better on their light bulb. I just. I guess I'd go with like the proven commodity, Bill Self and KU basketball, preseason number one. Um, I would say Final Four. I can I can definitely see both though, and I could definitely see KU football being the answer and KU basketball could randomly lose first weekend if they play bad against an eight I, I think if this tweet said KU wins six games and goes bowling, I think I'd go KU football. But the seven makes that hard for me because the six in bowling seems very doable to me. And I mean, preseason number one, yes. But has Bill ever made a Final Four while being preseason number one? I mean, Final Fours are hard to make, really hard to make. There, he's been the four, four freaking Final Fours, and he's been a one seed like ten times. Like they're just hard to do. So, I don't know. It's a good question. It's a fun question because it's awesome that both of those are very possible. Um, you could tell AB's ready for this one. AB, yes. I, I, I got to hear what you think. I'm so confused, man. I don't, I'm not confused, just torn. I really, I it probably, I think basketball is more likely, but I'm not, like, confident. I mean, we've seen the tournament so many times. It can end for anybody at any night. Number one overall seed, Virginia lost to a 16 seed. By twenty, you just never know. Like just I just never forget. know. I truly would have thought Duke with Zion um, and RJ Barrett and Cam Reddish, like that team just walks to a Final Four, second round UCF. They have a chance to win it at the should have lost. Yeah, still tricky time. Missed that layup. Virginia Tech should have got him too. But yeah, I think Allen kind of asked that question perfectly. Like he typed it out perfectly. That probably rolled off the thumbs really well for him. But 
Yeah, the, I I thought that exact same thing, Rye, with six wins would be a little different because I would say we're going bowling, but you go six and six and play a Big Ten team or something, it's going to be tough to beat them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to go through our list of questions. A.B., while we have Alan's season? questions open, do you want to oh. just rant about the seasons? Alan asked, yeah. I don't know if you've answered this on the pod before, but rank the four seasons, fall or summer, fall, winter, spring. Consider more than just weather. Let's let's why, make this fairly. Why are you reading it that way, Ryan? Have you, do you have more KU thoughts right now? No, I just loved that Alan asked that question. It's very funny to me. Uh, fall's number one. I don't think that's up for debate. I really don't think it's up for debate. Uh, it's football season. The weather's perfect. I know he said other than weather, but it's football season. Uh, it's, you know, it's just the best to me. I've always loved fall. Second is summer to me. Um, I just like my job and it's really busy in the summer. So I like the summer. Plus it's like, I just hate being cold. I can handle being hot. Um, I realize all my answers are weather related and he said not to use that. <laughs> uh, but winter is dead last. So I'd say spring is third. Dude, it's tough. Um, I probably agree. Spring, yeah, spring's the same four. Spring's last for me. Um, assuming you don't count, I don't know though. Like March Madness is that spring or is that? Yeah. Ugh. Like yeah. this is the challenge for me. I mean, I'm a summer guy because I love golf. I play golf all the freaking time. It's my favorite weeks of the year, all fall in the summer because of golf trips, golf tournaments, things like that. The weather stinks, and we don't have KU basketball. Like, I go back to where if I'm in a season that doesn't have KU basketball, I'm struggling because I I need Kansas basketball. I need Bill Self press conferences in my life. Um, but, God, man, summer is so fun. Like, I'm just looking at my summer weekends right now. Like, they fill up fast, but it's just with fun stuff. You're just doing something fun all the time. Like, and I don't know how you beat summer. Big late guy. Lake guy, golf guy. Um, are if you live in Kansas or around this area, are you a serial killer if you have winter anywhere besides four? Well, I mean, that's where I think the problem is we get to go to Allen Fieldhouse during the winter. Yeah, and I also think winter we hate it so much because it's it's only a basketball and football, right? Yeah, winter and Christmas and Thanksgiving, if you want to count that, it feels folly. That feels like leaves. He's... Right, but it's cold. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, winter, I mean, we're as Nick just pointed out in the chat, we're sleeping on Christmas here. Like, Christmas yeah. is elite. It's a great time. Well, I hate cold. Like, to me, it's winter versus summer. That That's the only, and I know I, I used to be the most anti-hot guy weather-wise <laughs> yeah, of all time. <laughs> and... And like, I don't know. I've just kind of gotten over it. It it summer to me as an adult, which is weird to say. I love summer as a kid, probably more. But like summer as an adult has become very fun for me, and I enjoy it. So I think I go summer, winter, fall, spring. But God, you could probably ask me tomorrow, and I'd re rank them all. That's terrible. I can't believe it. But spring last. I thought you were on spring number one overall. I'm fall, spring, summer, winter. I just, you guys are, I think, I guess, yeah, I'm just, the we I'm not even letting weather impact it. But I don't know, spring and summer I could switch, because yeah, spring, I guess, or um, Alan said no weather, but I can't help but 
like spring's obviously still going to be cold a little bit. Like I'm, I'm picturing walking into the Big 12 tournament and it's still 40 degrees outside sometimes. But remember when we, uh, Ryan got a hotel room for all three of us to stay in and it snowed about a quarter of an inch? You're welcome. Thank you. Um, that was a fun time. That was a really good yeah. time. Uh, one last thing. I mean, for people that work like a, I mean, I don't really work a corporate job and like I don't sit in a cubicle anymore, but for people that had, there's nothing better than winter time at a job like that because like nobody's working hard. You're taking all your vacation. You're, you're off work for like a week. I had one company I worked for back in the day that like said, you just get two weeks off by Christmas. They don't even, the company wasn't even open. Like, so Christmas and winter brings a lot of good vibes that it's, it's just hard for me to not have winter in the top two. Granted, the weather sucks, but you get KU basketball, you get great vibes because you get time off work, you see your family, you get presents, you give presents. It's it's a good time. I don't know. Wow, we spent about three more minutes on this than I yeah. planned to. You were talking shit on that question. It was the best one we've had so far. I wasn't well, talking shit. I, I asked it the funny voice, and you took can I Can I... Uh... Ask a question just off the cuff that's not on there, just to get the boys talking. Sure. Favorite golf course in Kansas City area? Topeka can be included, but, I mean, you guys play all the time. Is it Oak Country? I played there uh, Sunday. So did I. Did you? Yeah. At, like, 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock tea time. I, uh, I teed off, like, 1.30. Or was it, dude, and stopped me. Little fan of the pot. I, uh, I mean, I'm always going to side with my home, my home course, Topeka Country Club. It's the GOAT currently going under a renovation. Shout out. Um, but I also played Lawrence Country Club last Friday and it was very, very nice. I enjoyed that. Kansas City, I just, I don't know. Every time I play Kansas City golf, which is not that often, it's so freaking busy. It drives me nuts. Like the public courses are, it's a nightmare. And I, <laughs> For that reason alone, I don't think I could ever li- live in Kansas City because, and I guess, yeah, you got to join. What are they? Melbourne, Kansas City. I don't even know all the country clubs around there. You just got to join them because the public courses drive me nuts. So you don't um, like Sykes Lady. Sykes I played that. I played that. That one's fun. I played um, that with you. But oh, yeah, but when I'm picturing being a jam-packed golf course and waiting five minutes for every shot, that's what I'm picturing. So. Oh, uh, no, it's my question. It was, it was bad at Oak the other day, man. But I'm back. Yeah, I'd like to announce I'm uh, going on the Pro Tour. I birdied the okay. 16th. Uh, it felt, felt great. Par Boy, Felt great. Yeah. And then I almost drove the green on the 17th, which is a par four. Uh, but Ryan, don't get excited. It's about 240 yards. Just a touch. Um, We're not playing the seniors. No, there's a. Oh, it's like, it's like not even 3,000 total yards for the course. The whole back nine is like. <laughs> Par threes and short par fours. Right, hole nine at Oak is three hundred ninety yard par five. Like you can hit a wedge, you can hit a wedge hitting your second from the fairway. You're a I went the tenth for the the hardcore seventy five yard par three with gets nothing. Yeah, I some of the some of the holes are so annoying. Like twelve, I don't know, not twelve, thirteen. I don't understand. Sixty yard hole in between trees, par three. And you guys said this is your favorite course, where you no, but. Look, hometown. Okay. I like. You ever played Shoal Creek? Mm-mm. AB, I like Shoal Creek. I like. I like Shoal. 
I don't really, I really like it. High school is, one, is Sunflower good? I remember playing there in a high school tournament. I play Sunflower Hills was fun. And there's another course I really liked in high school. I just can't remember the name. Harry. I can't remember. There's so many. Falcon Ridge. Falcon. Yeah. This. Falcon Lakes. Yeah. Falcon Valley. Yeah. Like all the Falcons. Every. The South ridges. But the meadows. <laughs> oh, uh, Dubs Dread's a fun course. I oh, I hate it. I like I but I can see trees. why you like it. It's just hugged yeah. by trees, and Turner cannot yeah. hit it down the fairway. So he's yeah, I lost a lot of money gambling at Dubs wow. But wow, what a segment! Talking golf. Let's start a golf podcast. Hello, okay. Um, let's see. I'm gonna B turn. Did you have one you wanted to touch on for sure? Or do you just want me to fire one off here? We've got about mm. six minutes. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> if we want to be. We want to meet our goal. Um, I like the I like this ask one. Leo one. Which, uh, okay, let's figure that out. We'll take one last break, and uh, we'll figure out what we're going to answer next. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. All right. I like this one. Um, Let's see. I lost it. Okay. He says, which Jayhawks do you see having the most personal success in the NBA starting from last year's draft to anyone on the current roster? So I think that means we're basically talking Ochai, CB, Grady Dick, Jalen, and then this entire roster, which it is kind of a good question because I don't think there's a very clear answer. I think CB right now has the lead, but like Grady Dick, I don't know. Feels like if Grady Dick gets drafted in like the right situation and it's a fit and it makes sense, he could be so good. But if he's like... I think it's going to be Dallas at 10 for Grady, which would be cool with Luca. I think she's... Um, maybe OKC would be cool too. I think they, they obviously have some good guards, Giddy, Shea, they need a shooter. He'd be close to here. Um, I, I personally, I love CB. I think he's super safe and he's going to always play cause he does all the right things and defends. Like he's pretty much one of the only rookies playing on a playoff team, but I think Oach ceiling is super high. He was a lottery pick, played a ton at the end of the year last year for Utah. I know they were tanking, but. I just could see Oach just blowing up. He's super athletic, built, can shoot it. I just I could see Oach being a really good pro. God, 
I know. He really I mean, if you had to just sit back and make a guess on like who who ends up making the most money, I guess Grady Dick's probably the leader in the clubhouse because he's about to get a pretty fat, fat deal. But like it does feel like Ochai's a guy that with just a few good years could get one of those massive contracts because of his athletic ability, his shooting ability. So I don't know. God, it seems it seems lame to take Ochai, but I don't know. Actually, I think Grady's safer than Ochai. Is that I do too. That's what I was kind of I was gonna change my mind. Like Grady Dick, like if he goes to Dallas, that's exactly the type of situation he needs. Just Luca commanding all the attention, a good passer finds him open in the corner on the wing. Like God, he would kill it. But if he goes to I don't know. I saw Nick just commented the Magic. Oh, I don't know much about the mag- magic, but like, it, that's not what I want for Grady Dick. I don't want Grady Dick having to revitalize a franchise. I want him to just be plugged into a franchise that already has the pieces. Can I give you a list of three teams that I want him to avoid? Orlando's got some stuff. Utah Jazz, the Orlando Magic, and the Sacramento Kings. I don't care how good they've been. I don't care how bad they've been. I'm just tired of seeing KU players get drafted or play on those teams. The Kings, nobody loves to kill a Kansas player's pro career more than the Sacramento Kings. I found I found a question that I want to ask um, from the comments so we can make it quick. We got two minutes on the deadline. Um, if JD and Devin Neal stay healthy, what is the ceiling for the Hawks? I want to ask that because I feel like we could get a bunch of different answers on what the team's ceiling could even be. But are you talking like absolute best case scenario? That's what someone asked in the ceilings is what is the ceiling for the Hawks? 10 and 3. Then go to the Big and lose the Big 12 title. Like, I know that sounds crazy. I was going to say absolute best case scenario. It's probably getting to Dallas and. Winning double digit games. If in K State fans, they're probably not listening, but they would take offense to this. But like, if K State's roster last year can win the Big 12 title, KU with JD and Devin Neal leading the way, their ceiling is to me at least getting to the Big 12 title yeah. with Lance Leipold. Like, it may sound crazy, but it just is. That's the fact of the matter. Like, those guys are good, and the Big 12 is not. Sir, I mean, it's it's Big Twelve is always a monster, but good it it uh, really good. I don't know. I don't. I think I I agree. I think like ten and three seems seems like the absolute ceiling. Anyone that says like fifteen and zero is obviously crazy. Even like, what would know. we have been saying on this freaking podcast if we beat TCU last year? Oh. I'd pay money to hear what we would say. Six and zero, top maybe top ten team in the country at that point. Top fifteen for sure. TCU played the national title game. TCU's going to be awful I, this year. I'll call that right now. They just water's got to find its level. They won too many weird BS games. Like they, was it at Baylor when they just they're like eight seconds and they got the field goal. goal on the unit to kick. Like it just every week was something crazy and they just kept they kept winning. Can I ask one more question and answer it in like thirty seconds? It's fine. Yeah. We've already blown past the. This, this was on Twitter. This will maybe we can clip this and make this an argument. But someone said, honest opinion, who was better in their college career, Devon Dotson or Marquise Noel? And I think Marquise Noel, obviously, recency bias, bias. Um, he went crazy in the tournament. Everyone just saw it. They made it to the Elite Eight, almost made the Final Four. 2020 Kansas is one of the best Kansas teams ever. Devon Dotson averaged 19 points a game on the best team in the country, a team that only lost a couple games. 
um, all season. Doak averaged like 13 a game and was still Big 12 Player of the Year, and Dot averaged close to 20. Like, Dot was unreal, got downhill a ton, got to the rim, got to the line. Wasn't great shooting threes, but I feel like if you're going to take Noel, it's going to be based off what has happened lately. Yeah, and, and Dot didn't even get a chance to play in that tournament. If Dot leads KU to a Final Four, like, I mean, would have happened. We were like minus money to make a Final Four. Uh, it's Dot easily. And I think people often forget how good he was. He averaged 19 a game simply by pretty much just driving to the basket, getting past this guy. Like, he was just so much quicker. Kind of like Noel. I mean, Noel was, I mean, his tournament run was unreal what Noel did. So it's like, I'm not, I'm absolutely not trying to bash Marquise Noel at all, but like Devon Dotson didn't get to play in the tournament in the year. He was really good. If you flip that and say, Noel didn't get to play in the tournament in the year. He was really good. Nobody says a word about that. Yeah. Guy. Noel's got better stats. So if they're going to argue it that way, then it's going to be him. But like the style of those teams were so different and the roles that they played were so different. Um, it's just, Kind of seventeen in one in the Big Twelve. Yeah, like and the God. one game they lost, he got hurt in the first half, and they lost a home game. Like Donovan averaged more points per game his sophomore year than Noel just did in his fifth year at Kansas State. Not dogging Kansas State, but KU was the best team in the country that year. It's like if you put Devon on K State, I would guess he's going to average twenty plus. And uh, Marquise Noel, I. You guys know I was hyping him up in the tournament, but he was like 38% from the floor that year or last year. So, I mean, it's not it's not amazing. I would say Dot's field goal percentage, yeah, he was 47. So, pretty good. That'll play. Holy shit. Zach Eady, breaking news, returning to Purdue. Wow. So, which double-digit seed is he not lost to? So, we got a 16. We got a 15. Did they lose to a 13 two years ago? Something like that. Something they've like, lost to. I mean, yeah, it's no, crazy. It's been insane. They lost to St. Peter's. <laughs> they lost St. Peter's. Fairleigh Dickinson. They lost to. They lost I'm either a 14 right or a 13. I mean, it's one of the crazier stats I've ever seen. Um, what they've managed to do, but lost to North for him. As a, they were a four in the North Texas. So, 13. 14 seeds. The final. The final chapter. Lost to Arkansas Little Rock and Chris Beard in 2016. Can you imagine if, oh my God, if they go 13, 14, 15, 16 in a span of four years? Is that how that would go? It would go 13, 15, well, 16, 14, right? But yeah, yeah, I mean. That's on the table, right? They've lost two double-digit seeds the last three years. That's hilarious. And not even like a 10 or 11. Like we're talking the bottom of the barrel. We're gonna but good for Edie. And the Sweet 16 as a one. Good for Edie coming back. Like, that That dude should absolutely still win National Player of the Year again. He'll win National Player of the Year. He'll just dominate again because he's so freaking big. And he's, I don't know, I don't think he's going to be like a, I think he'll probably have a spot on an NBA roster, but I don't think he's ever going to be like a star or even close to it. So, um, okay. 34 minutes, boys. We were trying to do our first ever 30-minute podcast. Oh, AV's got a timeout. 30. What? He's got a 30. 30 seconds. 30 seconds timeout. People forget that Purdue is also in Maui next year, so let's get a little Zach Eady, Hunter Dickinson matchup in the semis, maybe. 
I don't know if a bracket's. I also or not, but. I want to make sure we show our guy Nick Love. He asked what would KU basketball look like with 500 Dickinsons, which we could be here an hour if we really wanted to bring it up. A lot of shit talking. A lot of points given up. A, a lot of talking, period. He's podcaster. That's a lot of guys just yapping at each other. So, um, all right, 35 minutes. We did it. That's pretty good for us, boys. Good work. Summer episode. No more timeouts. You're out of timeouts. That's a technical foul. All right. Thank you for listening. Thanks for the questions. Um, if we didn't get to all of them, maybe we'll sneak some in next episode, too. Um, that's it. And rock shot. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.